Hi, I thought we'd talk today about how to terminate from therapy, or as I like to call it, how to fire your therapist. Um, there are a lot of reasons why clients terminate or might want to terminate, in addition to the reasons that your therapist would want to terminate. Um, it's important that you start talking about the end at the beginning. Yes, I said it. I know we don't like to do it. We don't like to talk about saying goodbye. We don't like to talk about, you know, how we complete our relationship, how we end our relationship. And, you know, that is not something that is really done here. People just fade away, disappear, stop calling, stop coming. And I'm not just talking about therapy. Uh, I'm talking about in relationships in general. But Therapy is a relationship that you are having with your provider that is designed to help you ultimately get better. So um, that being said, you need to collaborate with your therapist. It needs to be a discussion initiated by the therapist from the beginning about how we're going to know when we're at the end. Um, this is the time to talk about or begin to start forming what your goals for therapy are. You should be doing that in the first two to three sessions anyway. Refining the goals, refining how we're going to get to those goals, what that's going to look like when you are better. Um, that is something I often ask my clients. What will it look like? What will be different when we're finished working together? So, um, if it's in the very beginning of therapy and you decide it's not working out, say it's the first one to two sessions, please do notify your therapist that you are going in a different direction. You can leave a voicemail, you can leave an email. If you have, you know, access to your records, you can leave a message within the electronic health record, um, which is a possibility in what we do, but again, we should start the way we mean to end. So number one tip is why are you ending? Why do you want to terminate from therapy? Um, some clients may have difficulty saying that it's not working. I feel like I'm stuck. Um, I misinterpreted something here, or I was really offended by X, Y, Z without clarifying what occurred in the sessions, especially if it's been several sessions ago that the interaction went left for you as a, as a client. So mention why you feel you want to terminate. Mention why you feel you're not getting to your goals. Your therapist should be periodically reassessing your you know, depression, reassessing your level of anxiety, reassessing how close we are to the goals or if the goals are still the goals because that changes too. Oftentimes people get into therapy with one stated goal when you really find out that there was a different goal that really needed to be worked on um, in order to achieve relief. Um, in order for them to feel less anxious, less stressed, etc. So clarify the why behind you leaving. The second thing is, again, talk to your therapist. So we've had this chat 
and we talked in the beginning of therapy about how we end therapy. We talked about what we're working on. Whoops, knocked over my water bottle. What we're working on in therapy, all the things. So you need to give yourself permission to say to the therapist, you know, this is not the way I thought it would go, or this approach is not working for me, or I, you know, need a little bit of this. This is what I thought it would be like in therapy. If it's your first time, if you've been in therapy before, maybe you're going to say it. Well, you know, when I had good therapy before, when I really got good outcomes, when I really got relief from whatever issue I was going through, this is what we did. And can you do that? Or if you can't do that, you know, maybe it's time for me to go to another therapist who can't. So have that conversation um, intentionally about how you're going to end things, what needs to be done. Be honest, that's tip number two about what's going on. I always want to start with the intention that you're going to no longer need me. Therapy is not about you being, um, infantilized or made to be overly dependent on your therapist for the rest of your life and in therapy for the rest of your life, unless you have severe and persistent mental illness where you need those check-ins. Um, but that's another discussion about severe and persistent mental illness. Some people may need that contact, point of contact, so that one, if there are any red flags or significant changes, it can be adjusted immediately and two, so that it prevents a downward slide without that kind of help there in the background to keep you on track, to keep you on goal, to remind you of the tools that you've learned to use and to use the tools, not just use a therapist instead of working through your stuff. So be honest about you know, if you feel like your therapist doesn't understand where you're coming from, um, if you feel like it's not helping you any better, um, if you're not feeling any better or you're feeling frustrated in therapy where you don't feel heard, you know, that is a chance to actually work out the communication because chances are you have some of those communication frustrations in other areas of your life and times and at times, therapy runs parallel to some of your other relationship issues. Um, so if you work those things out in therapy, in the therapeutic relationship, you get better at working those things out in your romantic and platonic relationships. So again, number three, that's the big three, make it a conscious effort to end things. Um, don't just drop off the face of the earth. Don't leave without understanding where you are, where you still want to go and how you're going to get there. Um, so practice ending the relationship, just like you need to successfully end other relationships. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, finally, you should have a plan. 
you should develop a plan for termination with your therapist. Um, generally, what my plan for termination looks like is if you are doing well on all the points that we agreed on as far as getting to your goals, we start talking about how frequently we need to meet now. We go from once a week to maybe every other week to monthly to I'll see you in maybe three months if you're still doing well. And then we'll talk about actually terminating and putting a period on this episode of your therapy. There are always in that plan um, a point where you talk about if you need a booster, if you need a checkup, you know, here's how you get in contact with me again, or here's how you access services again if you're at an agency so that you can get the help you need if life happens, if life events happen, if um, you have a down episode and are back in a depression or a significant anxiety, medication is not working, you can come back. Um, a lot of times that is reassuring in and of itself. I trust you if you've done the work in therapy with me that you would not necessarily have a need to come back to me a year later, two years later. Most of the time of those people who have returned, it's been through life circumstances, um, a new um, developmental challenge, you know, now I've gone off to college or I'm coming back, I'm getting married and issues are coming up or resurfacing in different ways. Or I had a significant illness or I lost my job and now I'm trying to figure out what I really want to do because it's thrown me for a loop. Those are the instances where somebody might return to therapy, but planning for the ending, planning for termination deals with, you know, how you navigate that. It deals with, are you on medication and are you going to continue with your prescriber and see your prescriber regularly so that you stay balanced and have no need for talk therapy? Um, are we working towards decreasing your medications with your prescriber? So at the time of termination, we have to talk about okay, what are you going to do to maintain now that one, you are on less of the medication and two, you're not going to be in therapy to back that up or to support that. How are you going to maintain the progress that has been made, the improvements that have been made? That is part of a termination plan, a termination discussion. If it is that you are moving, we talk about what resources are there in your area if you need to get in contact with therapy in your new place, you know, and how to reach out to professionals in those areas. I always provide um, directory assistance for people on how to um, advocate for themselves, how to um, find help, good help, good therapy um, in their new situation, how not to allow the stress of moving or the stress of going off to school um, to cause them to have a, a relapse, so to speak, in their emotional growth and their emotional healing. And then what to do if you should 
have a relapse if you should need more support and come back to therapy. So again, start off talking about the ending at the beginning. That is the best way to terminate from your therapist. Um, be honest with your therapist and with yourself. Uh, if it is, we've reached a point where maybe you've gotten therapy fatigue or maybe you are not motivated to do further work, be honest about that too. So maybe you'll take a break and get a different therapist, a different therapeutic approach. And there are many um, for your next stage of therapy and, and healing. Um, plan for how you're gonna know that you've reached the end of your therapeutic relationship. Because if the therapy is working, you are gonna have set goals and set indicators for knowing that therapy is proceeding. If you've been through everything and you have improved in all the areas and you can't come up with any new goals, say in 30, 60, it's usually about 60 to 90 days after starting therapy and every 60 to 90 days after that, then it might be time to stop therapy. Um, if you cannot generate new goals, if you have no motivation to go where the therapist thinks you need to go, perhaps it is time to terminate therapy. Again, make plans with your therapist all along the way. Termination is an ongoing discussion about where you are in your healing process, what's the next step in your healing process, and whether or not there are any further goals to work on. Because as I said, unless you're severely, persistently mentally ill, schizophrenia, chronic severe depression, chronic severe bipolar depression with a more depressed side, bipolar two, um, you, you won't need to have a therapist in your pocket every day, all day. The goal is to help you to be able to manage your emotions so that you can be a fully functional human being at work, at home, and get full enjoyment out of your life. So that's how you terminate with your therapist um, or fire your therapist. I hope this has been helpful for you. Drop me some um, comments or emails or messages uh, on Anchor or on Spotify, or if you are catching this um, on your podcast, send me um, an, an image of it, give us a rating, refer it out, and subscribe. Subscribe to the channel, and I'll be happy to help you work through how to get the best therapy, how to be a more um, even human being getting the most out of your life and fully functional life um, because we talk about all things emotional health physical health and phase of life issues so thank you guys it's been great being on the couch with you today and I will see you next time
This has been another episode of On the Couch with Dr. Carmen. Thank you for spending time with me. Please leave some messages about your favorite points of the podcast and any topics you would like me to cover in the future. Welcome to On the Couch with Dr. Carmen. I am Dr. Carmen, and I am a licensed psychologist in the state of Florida. This podcast talks about the intersection between mental health and physical health. What affects one affects the other, and we explore ways in which we can improve both. Thank you for listening, and let's get into it.